The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. Welcome to my basement. It's Friday. We got the coach, and we're talking Evergreen Park High School football in just moments. It's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. You need a bank you can rely on, one that knows your community and provides customized accounts and offers just for us. Count on the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Located in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, they're a locally-based community bank committed to the people and businesses right here in the EP. And now, when you open up a total access checking account, you get a $300 bonus. Open up an account today, bankevergreenpark.com, or stop in and see them. 95th and Pulaski, $100 required to open, requirements to qualify, must use link to apply, member FDIC. Friday, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk Evergreen Park High School football with Coach Jerry Verde, the head coach of the EP Mustangs. How are you? I'm doing well. We're excited to get things going. Hey, welcome back. It's been it's been a, a little while. You know, I mean, I remember the in-between uh, last time was really short because you had that weird season and then you uh, you had like a couple of months off and you were right into it. You had a normal off season this year and, and that must have been kind of fun to to do and kind of get geared up and do everything a hundred percent and tell me a little bit about what it's been like this summer getting ready for the season well you know we're we're all creatures of habit and we were totally thrown off with the spring season and then the very short summer and then getting right into you know the, the 2021 year which then in turn make made from 2021 to the 2022 season seem like it took forever <laughs> you know it just it just did and, uh, you know, it, it, it's a little tough keeping, keeping the focus when, you know, we started our, our, our summer camp the first week of June. So we've been at this on and off uh, all the way since the first week of June. So we are, we are really chomping at the bit to, to, to play a game. So as you're preparing here for this first game, do you have in your mind the key players on your team? Is that something that a coach does? Do you sit down and say to yourself, all right, these are my stars, or these are the guys that I'm waiting to take a next step, and our season is going to be affected as to whether or not they can take that next step? Or do you look at everybody across the board, they're just a number, they're out there, they play their position, and let's just see what happens? Well, I, I, I think the key is you hit upon it. Um, you know, you're, you're hoping for the guys who, you know, performed well, last year, you know, got time as a junior, in some cases, sophomores to take that next step and, and to take over that, that leadership role on the team and then, and become that playmaker. We were, we were very lucky to have three year starters, uh, in 2021, you know, Michael Torres, uh, James Williams, Elijah Matthews, you know, Williams ended up getting the, um, conference player of the year. He ended up being five, a first team all state. And those are all big shoes to fill. So, like you said, now you hope for those players who were good players, who made plays for you in the past, 
but now they have to take on that bigger role. Now, now the weight is on their shoulders to, you know, to take over a game when it needs to be taken over and to make that big play when it presents itself on the field. And so we know who those guys are and, and you're hopeful, but um, that goes to that trickiness of that, of, of a first game, because as much as a, as a, as a coach thinks he knows what he has going into a first game, especially in high school, um, in truth, you never know. You never know who's going to, uh, you know, have, 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 like I said, made that, that big step and, and it's going to be turned into a star. And, and you never know if, if some other people who are unproven, who are going to get, who are going to get their uh, first opportunity this year, sometimes they, they wither under the lights. And, and those are all things that, that you can only find out by playing that first game. You know, I have my first high school athlete in the house as my son is uh, starting over at uh, Rice playing hockey. So that's not the same sport and it's not the same school, but I have kind of watched him get acclimated right away and go out and have practices with guys that are basically grown men at 18 years old or about to turn 18 years old compared to a 14-year-old freshman. So I'm, I'm curious, this is a question I've never asked you before, but how do you, I'm sure every coach does it differently and in different sports, but when you have those young kids coming in, they've left the eighth grade, they're joining your program, they're years away from being that impact player that you're talking about right now. They're smaller, generally, and they're probably wide-eyed. How do you acclimate them? Do you take time and look at them and say, okay, we've got to teach them the way that we do things and kind of slow it down for them? Or do you say, hey, young kid, keep up. This is what we do. And they have to basically sink or swim. Well, that's a a tricky question. I've been blessed to have a wonderful um, freshman head coach, uh, Ron Zimmerman, who's also the uh, head wrestling coach. And uh, we have Marty Mulcrone and, and Dave Lang. Uh, down there also it, it's definitely a process for an, uh, a former eighth grader who has probably played youth football to go from being the you know the best player on a team to joining you know the high school team and maybe not you know being that best player and then you also have we have quite a few young men who come out for the first time as freshmen and had never played the game before and, uh, you know, for those young men, you're, you're teaching them how to put on the equipment. You know, you, uh, how do you, how do, how does the belt go through the loops of a of practice pants and, and how do you adjust a helmet? And, uh, it's such a process. Usually, you know, those freshmen that are coming in aren't really comfortable until, you know, like week three. Um, you know, that's when they, they, they start to feel comfortable. Everything's become, you know, kind of habit. And, and, and then they're able, some of them are able to make, make that progress that we're looking for, you know, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a bit of a shock. You know, we don't throw our kids to the wolves and they're not playing with the varsity kids, those freshmen, things like that. So they have a little bit of more time to, to grow and, and get acclimated. Uh, from that standpoint, but it, it, it is, it's still a process. I see that is so interesting that you're, you're telling me that there's a couple of kids that, that show up and have not played football before I would, because, you know, I, I could see that if it was like a water polo team, like there's not a lot of grammar school water <laughs> polo teams, but football teams, you would have thought they would have, they would have discovered it or decided they didn't want to do it by now. Well, some kids decide when they're freshmen or or sometimes parents don't let them play football until they're freshmen. And uh, it's kind of a strange dynamic because youth football uh, around the entire country is not as popular as it used to be. It just isn't. Uh, We're lucky to have, uh, you know, two programs that feed into the high school 
that are successful. We have the Evergreen Park Stallions, who we have a very close relationship with. And then, of course, there's uh, Most Holy Redeemer, who ended up who won their their youth uh, championship uh, last year. And there's some Evergreen Park kids playing uh, on on those teams. But when you're talking about you know overall numbers for youth programs, it's just there's not as many young men that are playing. They don't start as young, and and there's and the numbers just aren't there. So there's a lot of young men that 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 enter high school as freshmen, and this there this their opportunity to 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 start playing. You know, it's a lot more different than it was even 10 years ago or, and now I'm showing my age here, or even like 21 years ago when I started coaching. You know, it, it just, it, it, it's really changed a lot because there's a lot of other things to do in the fall. I mean, fall baseball is extremely popular for the younger kids. It is. So, you know, there, there's a lot competing, in, whereas in the past there wasn't that much, you know, so that's just kind of the situation that uh, that's in. All right, take me through Mantino. That's who you're uh, facing. First game, season opener. Uh, tell me about this matchup. Tell me what you expect. Well, it's tricky because we have our game film from last year. We played them last year, and we have a roster, and we know who they have coming back. And and uh, so from that standpoint, we have some information. They have the same coaching staff, so we think we know what they're going to do. Uh, but in reality, you know, that first game, you don't know. Uh, they might have changed their entire offense. They might have changed their entire defense, and uh, then you kind of scramble on the run and adjust to whatever they're you know they're presenting us, and 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 we have to make it happen kind of from there. Um, we we think they're going to be a good football team. Um, they had a, a bit of a rough season last year. Uh, we know they're going to be better this year, and and we're on the road. We're at their place. You know, it's going to be about an hour fifteen with traffic getting down there. And uh, we're going to get off the bus, and we're going to play on grass, and and we just don't play on grass anymore. Uh, our entire conference, every school in the conference, has uh, turf at this point. So there's a lot of variables there that uh, you know that are going to be interesting to see how we uh, adjust to them and, and adapt to them. You know, and combine that with uh, quite a few uh, you know young men on the field who are getting their first chance at being varsity starters, and and uh, it's exciting. You know, it's. As scary as it is, it's also fun. You know, it's it, it's fun to see how the kids adjust. It's fun to see how the kids react, and and uh, you know what you have. Uh, you know, by the time you get to the end of that of that first game. So uh, I don't want you to give away too much here, and I don't want to keep too much of your time. But I am curious as we get ready for the season, what kind of what kind of offense uh, does the Mustangs? What do they bring out there? I mean, are you, what do you? What would you consider yourself? Would you consider yourself a, a passing team, a running team, a balanced team? Are you going to bring the wishbone offense out there? You're running the option. <laughs> like, what? What are you doing this year? Is it similar to what you've done in years past, or do, does it change with the personnel that and the and the skill level of these kids when some graduate and other kids are moving up? Well, we do what we do uh, from the standpoint of of formation, and and that's no surprise. That's no shock. We are a spread uh, football team. We, we we spread out the formations. We have a balanced attack. Um, we're we're excited for uh, Dejan Feliciano, who, who was a starter as a sophomore for us all last year, and did an excellent job. We're we're excited to see how he has progressed. He's worked really hard in the off season. Um, we've got uh, two really good running backs, uh, highlighted by uh, Jed Adaije, who's uh, been with us since he was a freshman. Uh, and we have some uh, new guys being plugged in at wide receiver. Uh, and um, we really do think that the line is going to be kind of the centerpiece for our team this year. Uh, we've got uh, 
quite a few returners. You know, it's kind of anchored on the line by um, Isaiah Mosley, um, and we have uh, Eduardo Antunes. Uh, both of those guys are, are going to be playing offensive line and defensive line. Um, so we really do think that um, the line is going to be one of the strengths of our team, uh, and we haven't been able to really say that as much in the past. We had a pretty good line last year, but as we've gone into seasons, we've, we've usually had quite a bit of skill, um, and, and we've been um, kind of shorthanded at, at the line, and, and for the first time, that's not the case. So we're pretty excited to see if we can move some people around and, and how we do from that standpoint. All right, Evergreen Park Mustangs open up Friday night, August the 26th, 7 p.m., against the Mantino Panthers in Mantino. If you're heading out to follow the team in person, that's going to be a little bit of a drive, but uh, it'll be exciting to watch them play. And you can follow the team on Twitter at EPCHS football. There'll probably be some updates, I would imagine, during the game. And coach, good luck to your guys this weekend, and thanks for joining us on the EP podcast. My pleasure. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.